Hi folks, this is Ian W. Hill, founder and co-director of Gemini Collision Works and co-creator of Life with Althar. Hey, did you know there's always an additional scene of the show after the end credits? Kind of like them Marvel movie thingies? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, there is. And if you missed last episodes, you kind of missed a pretty big moment in the overall arc of the show, so you might want to go back and check that out along with all the other cool things Robot we always save for the last moments of each show. We've heard a whole song. In any case, stay tuned this week after the credits for a special word from me and co-creator of Althar, Barrett Johnson. And, uh, oh, I think I hear that stock spaceship flyby sound effect we always start with coming up, so I better turn on my little plastic megaphone here and be ready for the opening credits. <coughs> <coughs> Gemini Collision Works presents Life with Althar Episode 11 The Merciless Errand Attention all residents and visitors This is your recreation director bot I have the distinct privilege to announce that the fairgrounds highly anticipated annual interspecies scavenger hunt is at last upon us. Please be advised that both the central promenade and the first three floors of the upper and lower concourses will be considered fair game for participants once the festivities commence. Non-participants, consult Hecknet for alternate routes or be consumed by the whimsical mayhem. That is all. You are now entering the central promenade. Roommate so whistling up discovered that the helpful dessert lady had said cheesecake and not cheese steak. And then the televisual screen played the noise of much laughter, and Elthar was pleased to participate. Oh, and then in episode 17, roommate Dave. Yeah, I'm uh, glad you like Sir Whistling Arp and Dave so much, Elthar, but you know I've seen all the episodes, right? I recommended the show to you. Also, if you could never mention cheesesteaks again to me, that'd be great. Friend John does not enjoy the cheesesteak, but they are a most celebrated human dish. Well, I used to, but uh, listen, I don't really want to get into it, but you definitely shouldn't order one at Sammy's Witches, okay? Oh, but Elvar has savored on many occasions the most authentic earth cheesesteak of Sammy. And the exudations of his delightful non-sapient companion, Chi! But if friend John believes this to be inadvisable, then other will cease immediately. No, that's... Uh, if Chi doesn't bother you, then you do you, I guess. Yes! Elthar is always doing Elthar as much as he possibly can! Friend John, it seems that the new blinder goggles Elthar has secured for you are functioning as intended. Friend John has not yet expelled fluids on his trip to the central promenade with Elthar. Indeed, Friend John has only made the noise of the oogie stomach once. It is a progress, yes? Yeah, they're working fine, thanks. I don't have any peripheral vision, but as long as I... Uh, ow! Hey, watch it, pal! Sorry. Oh, please excuse us, friend Bronsonian. The companion of Athar is not perceiving you because of his vision-impeding device. May Athar make amends? Nah, forget it. Every time with these clumsy bipeds. Sorry. So, Althar, what's the story with this diplomatic mission of yours? I thought you were just here to study humans. How did you get roped into this? Is it like a life or death situation, or uh, what, what are we talking about here? It is most perilous, friend John, yes. Elvar must congeal all of his charisma together into one roiling, glutinous mess in order to ensure the success of this most weighty of missions. Do you... Uh, how do you congeal charisma? Alvar has learned to conceal many things over the course of his studies. Does friend John wish Alvar to prepare a list of all possible uh, yeah, yeah, no, that, that's, that's really okay. So, you're in charge of peace negotiations for these people? Yes, the Montagueans and the Capuloids have been locked in eternal quarrel since the previous Veronal Equinox. But they 
have at long last agreed to hold discussion here in human territory. So the Realtorian friends have requested intervention of Elthar that there may be negotiated a detente, and one day lasting peace will be achieved between their worlds. Well, if anyone can do it, Althar, everyone tells me that you can. Friend John's confidence is very appreciated. Althar has a great quantity of the nerves, as this will be a most delicate negotiation indeed. The contention bone is that both the Montaguians and the Capuloids lay claim to a most precious energy source, the Star Cross, able to generate enough Eon Flux to give their warp cores at maximum operational capacity for the next two I uh, understood precious and energy source. So they're fighting over some kind of generator. Is that the upshot? Indeed, friend John. Many, many Capuloids and Montaguians have been shot up over the course of this unfortunate hostility. It is a great sorrow that Iltar has been unable to prevent these upshootings. Uh, right. So who has the Star Cross now? Althar does! The Star Cross was long ago entrusted to Iltor as a condition of the 20 eons peace. And so, when it was agreed that Althar would host the renegotiations this day, the Star Cross was given to the keeping of Althar. This is a very great honor for an Iltorian who has yet to achieve even a second name. Although, it is true that Althar is the only Iltorian here in human space, so the options open to Iltor were not many. But Athar is very much hoping to reward the trust his people have shown in him. Oh, the honor and trust give Athar a pleasant, tingling sensation in his left pneumothoracic cloaca. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, so, hang on. We've had a priceless alien artifact sitting around in our apartment? Oh, no, friend John. Nothing so priceless as the Star Cross could be secured anywhere but the Human Exchange Concourse Office for the protection and holding of invaluable things. All right. The heck of it. And Althar believes, and his friends at Giltor are agreeing, that he has at last formulated a solution that will allow the Star Cross to be shared by both houses. Both houses? Ah, Althar is misspeaking, not both. Oh, yes. Other is meaning all houses on both the planet Montague and the Moon Capulet will be able to have benefit of the Star Cross. Also apartments. And temporary housing structures. But yes, friend John, if the Montagueans and the Capuloids can be brought to agreement that their precious Star Cross may be shared, Athar anticipates he will make the successful renegotiating of the Mercutian ceasefire of 2207. Perhaps even a treaty of true and lasting peace. If not, all of Althar's most fervent congealings will have been in vain. But enough speaking of the activities of Althar, what is this package that friend John intends to retrieve? Has friend John perhaps ordered a new ottoman for the Turkish bath? No, uh, you'd keep an ottoman in the living room, Althar, not the bath. Friend John, Althar has a confusion. Would it not be more appropriate? Yeah, I, I get where you're going, but no. Uh, I actually bought us a pet. Oh, a pet! As people are saying to Althar that Fred John is! This is the most intriguing of news! What? Who says I'm your pet? Has Fred John perhaps obtained a Siamese? Oh, or another of the dog-cow hybrids that Fred John was keeping on Earth! It was uh, an English bulldog, yeah. No, I thought we'd start out with something smaller, so I got us a goldfish. <laughs> Fluid in goldfish? Of course you are. Uh, no, I wasn't aware of that, or that that was a thing, but I'm sure you two will have plenty to talk about. When friend John meets this goldfish, please do tell them that Althar wishes to say... Will do. Oh, no, this is incorrect. Althar did not mean to use the past participle. Althar meant to say... Got it. Always Althar is having difficulty with the subjunctive. Other must make me rushing up when he has a free moment. You are now entering the Diosol Travel Hub. Access to docking arms via through Kawunan and inbound freight processing. Have a pleasant and relaxing cycle. And now Other must part ways with friend John if he is to make it to the Ansu's receiving area to welcome the representatives. Other is wishing friend John great success in his mission of goldfish retrieval. Thanks, Althar. Good luck with your mission of staving off interplanetary warfare. Thanking you, 
Yeesh, this is gonna take forever. Is that a llama? Nah, bro, that's an alpaca. <laughs> you said paca! <laughs> Why is the line always this long? It's never that ridiculous. I come up here at 3 in the morning, there's a line. Is there like a scheduling subroutine set up to make sure they're never accidentally not understaffed? Yeah, no schnats. We've been in line for like an hour, dude. When we come back, there's gonna be a lot of changes. And flagger bombs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, Johnny! Johnny! Oh, hi, Mrs. F. What you got there? Oh, I joined this mulch of the month-like interval club a while back. It's been a joy so far. Last month was antimatter mulch, and this month is red mulch. Very exotic. Sounds like fun. You don't know the half of it. And what brings you down to inbound freight, dear boy? Oh, I'm picking up a goldfish. Ooh, sounds expensive. You must be doing quite well for yourself these days. Oh, no, it's just an orange fish. Oh, oh, one of those false advertising dealies, huh? Yes, let's go with that. So, mulch, huh? More like dulch. Am I right? <laughs> nice, bro. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm serious. We need to, like, start a vlog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on mulch, Johnny boy. Okay. There are 17 distinct categories of organic mulch, you know. Although, of course, they're making great strides with inorganic, too, these days. But I do think there's still quite a way to go before there's any real competition. But any pot in a mudslide, as they say. I did try quite a piquant crusher dust a few years back that wasn't half bad. But organic is still the way to go. You've got straw, leaves, bark, The tracking system says your delivery is on its way, guessing and should arrive within the next 28 hours. You'll receive a notification once it clears customs. But I already got the notification. It said they tried to deliver it today, which they didn't, by the way, because I was at home specifically waiting for this package and my doorbell never rang. And I also checked the doorbell and it's working just fine. So you tell me what's going on there, although I have my suspicions. But anyway, the notification said I could pick it up here. So please, just give me my package. It should arrive tomorrow, guessing. Ma'am, I already told you you're going to need a livestock crate for that! It should not arrive tomorrow because it's already here. Please, ma'am, at least go up a size. No. Our records show your package still in transit. Are you sure you have the right tracking number? Yes, I have the right tracking. Look, it's right there. I can see it. It's that blue crate there. All you have to do is walk over there, pick it up, and bring it over to the counter. Please. Galax Budget Shipping Services thanks you for your patience, Gethine. Your delivery is on its way and should arrive within the next 28 hours. If you'd like more updates, you can use your tracking number to follow the progress of your delivery with our convenient Galax Track software. It's right. There. And with the latest update, you'll have access to our new Galax Tracks Moments Trademark. feature, which will allow you to share your Galax budget shipping story with other satisfied customers. <laughs> Next! Uh, hi, yeah. I ordered this retroactive pot last week, and for some reason, I get charged for two extra dimensions, but it was a standard four-dimensional shipping container, so can I, like, appeal the fee, or...? Cocoa bean hulls are lightweight, easy to handle, and appropriate for all planting areas. But you'll have to pay out the stomata for them, and that's why most guides will still point you to the hardwood, despite the vulgar name, but... Oh! Looks like you're up, dearie! You enjoy that silverfish now! No, it's... Thanks, Mrs. F. Have a great cycle. Hello. If your package is in the loading dock, I could get 
it for you if you have your slip. Thanks. It's right here. Hold on. Let me read the, the numbers to make sure I can procure the right package. I think I've figured out why the wait was so long. First number is four. What a beautiful uh, number. So I'm actually in kind of a rush, if you wouldn't mind. Okay, okay. No need to give me the third degree burns. A package will be handed over to you, John B., who I've never seen before in my life, this goldfish. Great, thanks. This seems like a lot of box for one fish. <sighs> okay, yeah, this is definitely not a fish. Oh, and you are definitely not a success in life. This is definitely a rude three-headed space lizard parrot. Okay, how do I return this? Well, now that you've opened the box, I, I can't take it back. You need to take it to outbound freight processing. Okay, where's that? In the Wittishens Travel Hub, on the other side of the Central Promenade. Great. And I have to let you know that the Promenade is hosting the interspecies scavenger hunt for this cycle, so you'll probably want to go around. I was just in line for like half an hour. I had to sit through a lecture about 28 different kinds of mulch, and I didn't retain any of it. And I should also warn you that the outbound freight office will be closing in four, four minutes for the paintball tournament. I'm sixth in the league. Congratulations, I guess. I really can't just go through you. Those are the rules of Interstellar Post. Although if you'd like to file a complaint, you could take this slip here. Yeah, I will actually. And wear it up your ass. Oh, never mind. Uh, what kind of meathead can't even pick up a package without whiffing it? That's a really specific thing you've learned to say. Okay, let's see. Where am I? You are in the Deersal Travel Hub. That thing can hear me when I mutter to myself? Yes. Huh. So if I want to stay out of the central promenade, then... Right, if I take the CAF local elevator to Upper One, then jog around the atrium to Vob, I should be able to get another local back up to the hub. Whose genius idea was it to hold a scavenger hunt smack dab in the busiest part of the station? Hey, what? You human? Uh, well, that's kind of a complicated question. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're on the scavenger hunt. We need to get a hollow of a human doing something called the murder. Any idea what that means? Huh. Yeah, it's a, it's a dance move. Sweet! Think you can do the word for us? Uh, I'd rather not. Come on, please! We got a 50 credit gift certificate to the electric egg if we win. Uh... Come on! What if we show you a couple credits? It'll only take a few seconds. You know what? Sure, why not? Oh yeah! Work those dance moves, human! Like, human equivalent? That is word like! Or maybe it's just something about his face or personality. Anyway, I can see where the name came from. <sighs> Alright, you got what you needed? And then some! Thanks, buddy! Well, at least someone in this place is enjoying themselves. Welcome to the elevator. Please indicate your desired concourse and floor. Upper concourse, floor one. Thank you. Now departing for upper one. Uh, shouldn't we be there by now? Your sense of time is matched only by uh, your sense of fashion. Thanks? That wasn't the compliment. Who the hell chose your vocabulary? Oh! Oh! Are we still clinging to the feeble hope that my remarks are the rote repetitions of a dumb animal? I guess that makes sense. Why wouldn't you want to be among your own kind? Great. 
Of course, when I try and get a nice, relaxing, quiet pet fish, I end up with an evil feathered mini-hydra that hates me. I don't suppose your other heads are any nicer? Oh, I am. Your sense of fashion is top-notch. Love the ironic, I want to say, normcore. Uh, sure. Let's go with that. Now arriving at the bridge. The bridge? And they refuse to commence any negotiations until the star cross has been recovered. Well, duh. Isn't it the source of energy for their entire planet or something? That's a somewhat reductive analysis, but a close enough approximation, yes. How did the thing go missing from the heck of it in the first place? If you'll take a look at the schematics of the fairgrounds as it was first built, sir, you can see that in its original configuration, that facility was intended as a locker room for visitors to the Galactic Fair to store their flip-flops and fanny packs. Typical. Are you telling me that we kept an invaluable symbol of interplanetary peace locked in the same place where I keep my collection of vintage pool noodles? Send someone up there immediately to look for any evidence of a break-in. Commander, break before you continue any further, you should be aware that we're not alone. Uh, hi. Hi there. I was just trying to get to floor one, and the elevator brought me down here for some reason. Sorry, uh, floor one. Thank you. Now departing for upper one. Now arriving at the bridge. God damn it. Just so long as they don't know how valuable a thing it is they're looking for, we should be able to keep the scavenger hunters searching for the Starcross without anyone being the wiser. I've already added it to their digital list between a human sneaker and over-the-shoulder boulder holder. I'd also suggest increasing the value of the prize to add some urgency. Uh... What the hell?! Sorry, I don't know what's going on. A priority override has been deployed by sanitation on floors lower 21 through 33 and upper 1 through 16 due to vent biter activity. Any elevator requests to this area will be redirected and all shuttles will be skipping the affected stops until further notice. I would advise you to take the stairs up to VAV 59. You should be able to catch a local elevator to whatever non-interdicted level is nearest to your destination and proceed via stair and or escalator from there. Careful on those escalators now. Great, thanks. Sorry, sorry, so sorry, sorry, sorry. Ah, those your supervisors? Not really. They're the commander and lieutenant commander of the fairgrounds, so I guess they're kind of everyone's supervisors. But I actually work for WS... Uh, for an independent corporate entity. I honestly think I have way too much interaction with command staff for a maintenance subcontractor, but... Still, you really made a fool of yourself in front of them just now, huh? I mean, it's not my fault the elevator's been rerouted, so now, so... now. It seems like they understand his special circumstances, and are very accepting, all things considered. My special... Oh, aren't you? Oh, they don't know you're on work release? On what? Oh, I just assumed. You know, from your clothes, and the way you talk, and your, you know, ghastly pallor, that you were imprisoned away from society for a long time. I think I like the mean bird lizard head more. We're not a bird lizard, jump threads. Or a mini hydra. We are a cockatrice. Okay, fine. Well, whatever you are, learn some manners or I'm chucking you down a ventilation shaft. Ooh, what's down there? An even schlubbier maintenance man? You don't want to know. Honestly, if it gets us out of this cage... It would be a dream come true. He must mean it. Harry over there never talks. Sir? Sir? Excuse me, sir? Oh, what now? Would you like to buy some cookies? They're not the tracking kind, I swear. No, sir. Just fully edible cookies, freshly baked this cycle from a humble industrial culinary factory run by a mom-and-pop fish-swiss corporate behemoth. We've got cookies for every digestive system on the station. What are you? A human? I... Uh, yeah. Okay. 
For you, we've got Dossy Dose, uh, caramel, chocolate, micro silicon smiles, and trefoils. Trefoils? Gross! Don't you have, like, Thin Mints or Samoas? We stopped making those, sir, after the troubles. Oh. Well, sorry. I don't think I want any of those cookies, then. Oh, please, sir. We're raising money to send our troop on a trip to the Uncanny Valley. Well, that sounds really great. Good luck with that, but I... Hey, mister. Cool bird. Does Polly want a cookie? Polly does not. Aw, oh, look, kids. Uh, bots. Uh, kid bots. I'm kind of in a hurry right now, okay? I don't have time for this. Do you know where the elevator is? I'm afraid we aren't programmed to take no for an answer. I'm... I'm sorry? You should think very seriously about buying at least one box, mister. Very seriously. Okay, uh, someone really needs to have a talk with you kids about the fine line between sales being ship and menace, but that's not going to be me because, like I said, I'm really busy, so please just get out of my way. I'm sorry, John. I'm afraid I can't do that. <laughs> it would be a shame if someone were to break one of your fragile human patellas, mister. Jesus. Uh, I'll get the trefoils, I guess. That's what we thought. I guess I can use them to absorb oil spills or something. You should get a box for your Iltorian roommate, too. That would be nice. You like being nice, don't you? Uh, I want to get out of here, so sure. Oh, as long as they weren't made near any chocolate. Take the hashtag along. You're sure they're safe for Iltorians? Of course. We'd never dream of hurting an Iltorian. We're not monsters. It's on the up and up. <laughs> Pleasure doing business with you. Consider yourself lucky. Jeez, that was unsettling. I agree. It's truly frightening that you can't even defend yourself against children. Also, I've changed my mind. Polly does want a cookie. Feel free to help yourself to the trefoils. I said a cookie, not sawdust. Yeah. Nobody likes those things. <gasps> oh! Something you have in common. Yeah, yeah, fine. Uh, I think there's an elevator down this way. Man, you're really burning my grill. I told you, it's 15.9 repeating, which is under 16, which makes it your problem. So just replace the damn wire so I can get on with my day. 15.9 repeating is 16, buddy. You're really gonna pull that old dodge? Don't make me get Cesar Chavez bot down here. Oh-ho! Back up, is it? Nice try. But Johnny here is a probationary robot union member now. B, tell your supervisor to quit grinding my brake shoes and stop shimping his jobs off on the union. Uh, I, uh... Now wait a second. This young man is my probationary under-assistant, and according to our airtight contract, he doesn't have to take any crap from anyone outside of WSS Corporate all for the love of tiny green gherkins. Oh, so now you're a contract expert. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna find the elevator. <sighs> well, until we get this settled, will you put the thing on Shabbos mode so neither of us gets reamed by the high-priority floors, please? So I was right. You are on probation. I don't know why you bother to lie about it. What kind of pathetic nothing burger lies to his own pet? Strees. It's not that kind of probation. Can you There's just... no need to be ashamed, John. I'm sure everyone recognizes how horribly difficult it is for you to fit in with a society that can't help but cruelly reject you at every turn. Yeah, great, thanks. Oh, finally, an elevator. Welcome to the elevator. Please indicate your desired concourse and floor. Oh, the bridge! Oh, come on! Which means that if it comes down to it, we'll have to be prepared to sacrifice at least 60% of our petty officers to... Yes? John B? Was there something you needed? Uh, sorry, there was a... It was the parrot. Well, it's not a parrot, really. It's... John... Just take the service elevator. Right. Uh, sorry, excuse me, it's a... Where is it? 
Oh, by Simone's variegated whiskers. Go out to the corridor. It's the big green button on the left. Thanks. Sorry. Sorry. Again, it, it was the bird that said the bridge. Obviously, I wouldn't... No, it, it talks, I swear. Of course it does, John. Now go away. Just take the service elevator. Yeah, sure. Would have been nice if someone had told me there was a service elevator sometime in, oh, the last several months. Is the... How old is this thing? About ten years older than you look. You be quiet. Oh, wait, wait. I, I didn't press anything. Oh, Shabbos mode. Well, that's inconvenient. Wow! Anti-Semitic much? What? Of course not. Yeah, from the look of your complexion, I'm sure you hate all minorities equally. I promise you, the category of beings I hate is very small and is largely confined to this elevator. Isn't Shabbos mode supposed to make it stop at every floor? This is taking forever. Well, try traveling in a cage, in a box, by way of an interstellar postal shipment. And you can fly! Okay, I guess that's fair. What were you doing in the inventory of an interplanetary mail-order pet store, anyway? You don't seem like something anyone would want as a pet. Ah, a tragic and edifying tale. When we were tiny cockatrice-lets, we were orphaned in the mountains of our home planet, Cosmobone 7. We were discovered by a traveling band of Autoheart merchants who took us to the nearest planetoid to trade for credits. We hadn't yet acquired our adult plumage, so we couldn't yet fly. There was no escape. The merchants sold us to a brothel, where we were displayed in the drawing room, able to observe the smorgasbord of debauchery practiced by the many lascivious travelers to our new home planet, Rawhide. Whether we wanted to or not. Explains your vocabulary and your attitude. We became fond of our owners, but dreamed always of freedom. Freedom! Not yet, Harry. Maybe not ever. Imagine having the ability to fly, yet being confined to a cramped, unpleasant enclosure, seemingly built for the sole purpose of crushing your dreams. Wow, I don't have to imagine. Well, I mean, I can't fly, but I am oh, trapped. Oh, how we longed to escape. But we remained in our cage. For though evolution has endowed the cockatrice with many gifts, opposable thumbs are not among them. Then, two months ago, the brothel was raided when the Rawhideans' new, more puritanical regime declared it unsavory to the point of excess and excessive to the point of being bad. We were shoved in this smaller cage, then a box, then a ship, and the first thing we saw after two weeks of darkness was your ugly punam. Oh man, oh no no, where is he coming from? Where is he coming from? Oh crap, 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 crap. Ah, friend Iltorium, as ingenious as this plan be, and as charming and handsome as thou art, we must regretfully question whether the Capuloids will adhere to their end of the bargain. Let us forget not their shattered promises in dealing with the Apothecarium Mines, and the ensuing- Oh, thou wouldst bring that up. Trust a Montaguean who only remembers something when it's convenient to them. Oh and I uh, hope uh, thou uh, dost not uh, forget uh, what no, started. Please do not be casting the aspersions, gentle beings. Apostles, Capuloid, and Montaguean emissaries that ever believe them both to be alike in dignity. But to alleviate such concerns, Alvar has implemented a trigger inside of this contract, which he believes. Oh, greeting, friend John! Is he all right? I, I'm... I'll, I'll be fine. 
I'm, I'm okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your uh, conference. I'll just, uh, I'm just trying to get back to the travel hub, and it's been... Uh, where are we? You have arrived at Mem 41, friend John. What the hell? How'd I end up in the lower concourse? This elevator is supposed to be on Shabbos mode. Ah, yes! It is the Ramanujian Sabbath! The who now? Oh, the Ramanuji are a people of great perspicacity, friend John, and much devoted to their spiritual and mathematical practices. Indeed, there is little distinction between the two. On their Sabbath days, the only activities that may be undertaken are those that can be described with prime numbers. Great. I guess I'll just wait for this rust box to automatically take me to, uh, uh... 37, dummy! Arthur is wishing safe travels to his dear friend, John! Arthur apologizes again for the disruption, gentle beings. As Arthur was saying, the contract assures mutual cooperation by establishing the penalties for tardiness in the sharing of the Star Cross in the form of massive donations to the opposing homeworld's many charitable organizations. Oh, I say, what a splendid idea! Truly, my cup doth runneth over. Then perhaps thou shouldst get a larger cup. Bite me. So, one is a prime number, right? That's good, eventual news. A human! Get him! Oh, hey guys. Ah! Take his shoes! Hey, wait! Hey, come on! Ow! Knock it off! Sorry, man. Prize is super valuable now. Free travel passes out of human space! Hey, you can get the hell off of this dump. Ow! Ow! I got his last shoe! Is it a sneaker? Yeah! That's, That's all we need, let's have it! <laughs> 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 what the hell? He's right for wearing clothes. I like his clothes. They're an efficient, economical way of concealing his hairy, shapeless body. You. Yep, it's me. Oh, hey, John B., right? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure you'd remember me. You think I'd forget the only human with the cojones to keep an Eltorian roommate? You're practically a legend down in the top 49 day room. Heads up. Oh my god! Yeah! So yeah, it's good to see you. Again. Love the one-shoe look. Very European. Thanks. Did you just break that thing's neck with your bare hands? Sometimes you gotta go with the classics. So listen, in about 12 seconds, these doors are gonna open. I don't know how many more of those jeckers might be out there, but I'm gonna make a dash for the main intake event. And you're gonna wanna pound that closed doors button like your life depends on it. Oh, not like, I guess more, because. Yeah, okay. Three, two, good talking to you, John B. <coughs> Yeah! She seemed nice. Did you see that? She just kicked open a vent and went sliding down it like in Brazil 5, Tuttle's Revenge. I can't believe she remembers me. <laughs> Neither can we. Truly! She's out of your league. She's out of your planetary system. You're almost different species. I can't argue with you there. Okay. Let's get a move on before any vent biters show up. Where are we? Ah, uh, floor 23. I think we're okay taking the local elevator from here, but where is it? Excuse me, are you lost? I am trained to assist those who cannot find their way. I have studied under the greatest navigators in the Fido system. 
Uh, yeah, I guess. I'm just trying to find an elevator that'll take me back towards the travel hub. Oh! Oh! I know! I know the way! Please let me lead you there! Yes! Please, follow me! Yes! Yes! Together, we will lead you to the travel hub! So that you may no longer be lost. Yes, please follow us. Aw, thanks guys. You're so helpful. do not touch me while I am working. Oh, sorry. When I am finished working, I will allow you to give me a pat on the head or a screech behind the ear, possibly the right ear, because it is itchy. Please follow us! Yes, yes. Oh, this is exciting. Follow us. Well, you can't accuse these creatures of being unhelpful. Why, they're helping you, though. That's anyone's guess. They probably see how disadvantaged he is. Spatially, of course. Among other things. If you don't stop this now, I'm putting a towel over your cage. The darkness! Ooh, it is here! Here it is! Yes. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Thanks. Good boys. Yes, 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 yes. we are good boys. Yes, good boys. Good boys. Thank you for your screeches. Wondering stranger, I wish you and your prisoner pleasant travels to your destination. Prisoner? A small bird lizard is your prisoner, are they not? That is why you placed them inside a crate of much shaving? Oh, no, it came this way from a pet store. Pet store! We were once almost sent to a pet store. They came after us with nuts. They, they too kept us in the crates of shame. They put me inside of what they called a dog parka. I do not like this dog parka. Not to mention what they intended for our testicles. Oh, well, it's been fun. Uh, thanks again for the help. I apologize on behalf of humanity. To the elevator. Gotta run. Strees. Please indicate your desired concourse and floor. Don't you dare. Uh, central promenade. That floor is unavailable at this time. Please make another selection. Lower concourse floor one. That floor is unavailable at this time. Please make another selection. Lower two. That floor is unavailable Lower at this time. That floor Lower is three. That floor is unavailable. That floor Lower is Lower five. Thank you. Now departing for lower five. Wow. Is that the kind of creative problem solving you use on the job? No wonder this place is falling apart. Please stop talking. Those dog monsters are right, you know. Anyone who keeps a pet in a cage? Basically evil. I'm not trying to keep you at all. I'm trying to send you back. Or you could just open the latch and let us fly out of here. You have a choice, John B. Yikes. You definitely need to stop talking. What the hell? Oh, hey, John! What's up, John? Johnny O, lay some derm on me, Clutcher. What are you all doing down here? What, you think I just live in the bar? Like I don't have my own life? I guess we can't have any more picnics, gang. Pack it up! No, no, that's not what I meant. It's just you're all here together, like everyone from the egg. It's called friendship, John. Now wait, you definitely live at the bar. I'm not Bubbles. I'm a twin sister, Doubles. Oh, sorry. Uh, nice to meet you. Now I'm just messing with you. I'm Bubbles. But even a barbot enjoys some fresh air once in a while. Or a decent approximation of fresh air. Yeah, hydroponics really went all out in this sector. You'd almost think you were on Earth. The projection of an almost clear blue sky is a nice touch. Just the right number of little puffy clouds. Did they... did they rip the truss welds off the ceiling? I'm surprised the robot union went along with that. As I always say, old sport. If you're going through welds, keep going. So you're all here, together. Almost everyone I know just hanging out without me. What's it to you? Oh, I don't know. I guess I just thought I was becoming, you know, part of the group. It's not that we didn't think of you, John. It's just that we assumed you were working. Yeah. Aren't you supposed to be bogan it at the old mill, Zude? The what? Yeah. Aren't you like Miller? I come in to fix the egg seltzer machine like once every two weeks. Or a milliner? I... I fix drinks machine. Oh, a haberdasher. Patrick, man. 
Sure. You tell him, sister. You even invited her? Eh, she goes where the party is. You seem nerved out, Zood. Have a finger sandwich. Or maybe a spot of tea. I'm fully stocked, John. Want me to whip us up some frozen marks? The contents of my torso are at your disposal. Uh, pass. Thanks. Anyway, you're here now, right? Pull up some blanket. We're playing Zero-G Twister. Zero-G Twister? Don't you need to go to the anti-grab gym for that? Strees, John. We're not playing at the professional level. It's just the home game. See? How does it work? Step on the mat and find out. I can't. I've got to get to... So you've got to vaunch about not being invited. But when we do invite you, you don't want to play? Make up your mind. Come on. Herf the FOMO, bromo. Okay, I guess I have time for one uh, round, is it? Great. Johnny's in. Everyone, step on the mat on three. One, two, three! (laughs) As Spin Master General, I'll just read the rules and then we can get started. By now, all participants should be locked into the mat's gravitational field. Oh, so it's not exactly zero gravity. No pedantry! Yeah, John. There's no gravity, so lighten up. Ha ha. The point is, it can be played in zero gravity. On account of the mat creating its own field, get it? So I'm stuck here now? Yep. Rule two. The dots will release pull long enough for the players to move their assigned appendages to the designated orbs. I... okay. Rule three. Once the orbs are all occupied, the mat will invert orientation and level two will commence. What? You're gonna flip us upside down? Hey, it's all a matter of perspective, Palomino. On the upper concourse, we'd be upside down already. You tell him, sister. Rule four. I am the spin master, and I make up the rules. Here we go! Right leg, yellow. (laughs) (laughs) Left hand, jubilop. Uh, what? Oh, sorry, that's from the stomatopod rules. Uh, left hand chartreuse. (laughs) (laughs) Fourth ancillary vocal appendage, indigo. I don't think I have one of those. Just use whatever's closest to the middle of your body. Uh, Never mind. Uh, Right leg. Let's say your right leg. Uh, Oi, you're about as flexible as you are handsome. Again, he didn't mean that as a compliment. Whoa, man. Did your pants just squawk? No, it's... I I have to get this cockatrice to the outbound freight office before it closes in 14 minutes, and it's taking forever. I've been trying to get to the Wittershins Travel Hub for the last 31 minutes. So, John, are you going to move your right leg, or are you out? Uh, okay. I'll just, uh, move my... I'm my pyloric ganglia, would you? Bootay. Sorry. Okay, yeah, this has been fun, but, uh, Chip, how do I leave the mat? Oh, technically you can't until someone wins. Oh. Yeah. Can everyone just voluntarily fall for me, please? Okay. Uh, stops. D, any time now. Sure. I'll fall. As long as stops here falls at the exact same time. Ready when you are, D. On the count of three. One. Hey! That's my solo and elbow, man. Letch! Oh, look at that. You both fell. You pushed us! Yeah, well, life's full of disappointments. Ah, he wouldn't know. He's one of them. And no more out of you three. All I want is to... Make sure you come back soon for more Zero Gravity Fun. Sorry to spoil the game, folks, but I'm on a tight schedule here, and I still haven't figured out how to get past the central promenade to outbound freight without getting hodiering by scavenger hunters. Oh, yeah, I feel ya. Love the post-hunt drinking crowd, but no way am I getting anywhere near them till it's over. Yeah, those drifters take it way too seriously. That's why we're camped out down here. So does anyone know how I can get to the Wittershins travel hub from here? Keep going! Uh, you know what? It was esoteric before, and it's unhelpful now. You tell him, sister. What I meant was a shortcut or something. There's a hatch just past the riding pines over there. You don't want any hunters peeping you, you can cut through there and you'll be spry all the way to Sabi. 
Sometimes Stops needs to say slippery, you jam me? That sounds like it could work. Thanks, Stops. Sorry again about the twister, everyone. See you all at the egg later. Bye! Bye. See you later. Gosh, your friends seem really nice. Yeah, they are. To each other. No, we're, we're friends. They just thought I was working. A lie oft repeated becomes the truth. I forget who said that. Somebody much smarter than you are, I'm sure. Of course, <laughs> that's a pretty low bar. Oh, I think I'm getting a blister. I'm sure with all the other stuff wrong with your feet, people will barely notice. Gee, thanks. Okay, what's behind this door? Oh, a normal hallway. Huh. Looks pretty long, too. This could be it. Thank you, Stops, you beautiful brittle brain. Sorry, here I come. Huh. Sounds like there's a pretty big leak down here. I should probably report it to maintenance, although I don't know if I'm supposed to have access to wherever this is. Can you make anonymous reports to maintenance? It sounds like it's coming from right around this... Oh, it's a gigantic lake. Thank you, Stops, you lumbering loofah face. Uh, yeah, I guess I'd call this a shortcut too if I had 12 arms to doggy paddle with. I'm sure you'll be able to swim it, no problem. All that fatty tissue in your head should increase your buoyancy quite a bit. Oh, now I'm gonna have to double back. Hey, idiot. Look literally three feet to your left. What? Oh, I guess I can take this rickety old rowboat across? Wh where the hell am I? Who puts a lake in a space station? You know, I'm surprised. I've never had a call down here. Wouldn't put it past Robot Union to classify a lake as a water fountain. We could probably fly to the other side and check it out for you. Just saying. You know, I have to get you back where you belong. Sure, where we belong. Oh, we're almost there anyway. Oh, no way. Is that... What? Holy shit, there is an old mill. About time you arrived, John B. You know my name? I've always known your name. Why not set a spell? Help yourself to some hardtack and nettle tea. Oh, thanks. I'm good, actually. You've always been good, John B. And you will be until the day of your death. Which, just so you know, will be right. on well, February. gotta go. Stops. Stops. Said this leads out to Sada Sector? Oh, it's always, always led, led out, out to, Sada, to Sector. Sada Sector. Got it. Can you tell me how, or where, or anything not super distressing? I can tell you how to fashion a bundle of straw into a good old-fashioned onion sack. That technically counts, I guess. Well, I hope you're getting a good old glimpse of your future. Why, very astute, old threes. I am John B. in the future. What? No, you're not. <laughs> nope, it checks out. Friendless. Decrepit. Alone in a swamp. Ranting about onion sacks. Look, Mr. B. No. Can you just tell me how to get to Sada? If you're going through welds, keep going. It's straight through, John B. Okay. Thanks. Ah, that was, well, not the most disturbing thing I've seen on this station, obviously, but weirdly close. Oh yeah, we figured. You got a mirror. Ha ha. I actually live with an Eltorian, remember? So why couldn't he pick us up? Oh hey, is that another elevator? Express Elevator Travel Hub. No flattened way. That old caretaker actually steered us right? I thought I was going to end up in a wormhole to like my childhood bedroom or something. You are now entering the Widdishans Travel Hub. Access to docking arms I was through Buchanan and outbound freight processing. 
Have a pleasant and relaxing cycle. Ha! Okay, where... Yes! Outbound freight office. I made it. I can finally return you. Don't do us any favors. Why start now? Oh man, of course there's a line. But I'm so close. And look, it's not my fault you're a captive, okay? It's not like I asked for you. I wanted a goldfish. So I've got to send you back. Oh, no, no. Sure, you do what you've got to do. This will be most welcome news. The return of this revered object will be the linchpinning of the peace treaty. I'm just happy we managed to retrieve it before the Montaguean and Capuloid delegations could slaughter each other. I'd love to get a look at this famous artifact before it leaves the station, but, well, obviously I'll be keeping my blindfold on, given the circumstances. I can see it, Commander. It's... okay. Arthur is most fortunate that his back was had by Commander Toriola and Lieutenant Commander Frollin Barrar. He regrets that his presence forestalls viewing by the commander of the most splendorous star crust. And here's all the other stuff on the list. Huh? Oh, yes. Just throw all that in the gar- g- <clears throat> garage. The winners, garage circle. Where do we get our prizes? Yeah, when can we blow this cryopop stand? Oh, uh, talk to the lieutenant about that. They've handled all the details. Right, Frawl? Of course, Commander. Gentle beings, you can retrieve your travel passes at any ticket kiosk in the Central Promenade. Yes! Out of here! Well, for all, I'd say we've done a good cycle's work. The Star Cross has been recovered, we've prevented an interplanetary bloodbath, and all it cost us was the promise of a free one-way travel pass to those chumps. What? Champs! To you champs! Congratulations again! Stupid blindfold. Hey, my shoe! Give me that! Attention all fairgrounds goers! The scavenger hunt has been successfully concluded. Congratulations to the winning team, Kuiper's Finders! Residents may now traverse the central promenade with only a normal amount of service. But the panoply of recreational activities will continue, gentle beings. Coming up in three minutes, the outbound freight office will be the location of this month's Plank League paintball tournament. Participants, please be advised that going forward, all come Combatants will be marked with a single white paint splotch in order to avoid a repeat of last year's diplomatic incident with the Acrylicons of Chromacryl 7. That is all. Crap, I've only got two minutes. But the line's moving. I think I'm going to make it. And then a lifetime in captivity. At least we enjoyed the company of a disheveled, hapless janitor all day as he shepherded us to our re-enslavement. Sigh. Sigh. Freedom. Oh, come on now. That's... Oh, no, no. Don't worry about us. We're used to disappointment. After all, we've been hanging around you. John B! Cool. Y- yes, Harry? You said before that you knew what it was like to feel trapped. I didn't know you heard that. Your other heads cut me off immediately. I am always listening. That's unsettling. Imagine if someone had the power to make you feel for a moment that you are free. Just one shining moment and then a lifetime in a cage. But the memory, the memory of that moment would sustain you. Oh man, I mean, okay. I've probably got a minute before I get to the front of the line. I guess I can't begrudge you what might be your only chance to fly. For one minute. Okay? Okay! Oh, John B. 
You have my word as a sentient bird lizard. We will remember you in our darkest hours as the being who granted us our only taste of liberty. And you'll meet me at that window right there? It is a great gift you give us, John B. And we are humbled. Okay. Later, loser! God damn it. God damn it! Talk about a crappy day. <sighs> Guess I'm not getting that goldfish. Attention, valued fairgrounds shipping and freight clients. The outbound freight processing office is now closed. Have Stay a pleasant and relaxing okay, cycle somewhere else. Look, over here! Target acquired! Aim for his head! What? No, no, I'm not playing. Leave me alone. You can't fool us. You've got the white mark. Fire one no, ray! just bird shit out! Oh, ow! Oh, ow! Ah. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. Target secure! Fine. Hold, hold, Over here. Hold, yeah. Sure. Why not? You've been listening to Life with All-Star, episode 11. This episode was written by John Amir and Lex Friedman for Gemini Collision Works and starred Barrett Johnson as Althar, John Amir as John B., Chris Lee as Chip Frinkle, Amanda LaPergola as Mrs. Frondrenax, Zuri Washington as D., Alyssa Simon as Lieutenant Commander Frawl, Ivana Cullinan as Commander Toriana, Eli Ganias as HF, and Derek Peterson as Stops, and also featured Ian W. Hill, Leela Okafor, Philip Cruz, Linus Gelber, Lex Friedman, Rolls Andre, Anna Stefanik, David Arthur Backrack, and Jessica Stoya. Life with Althar was created by Barrett Johnson and Ian W. Hill. Barrett is the supervising producer, showrunner, and script supervisor. Ian is the audio producer, sound designer, and technical supervisor. The writer's room consists of Barrett, Ian, John, Amanda, Chris, Philip, Lex, and Linus. Theme and interstitial music composed and performed by Anna Stefanik. Life with Author logo and illustration by Dean Haspiel. Library music and sound effects licensed from Storyblocks. The entire production is copyright 2019 Gemini Collision Works. We'll be back in two weeks with another Tale from the Fairgrounds. But until then, it's time for me to turn off my cheesy plastic megaphone and speak to you in my own voice again. Do you make your voice do that? Uh, I'm a graduate of the Gary Owens Radio School for Big Voiced Men. <clears throat> Hello again, folks. This is Ian W. Hill here with Barrett Johnson hey. at Collision Works Central in our subterranean radio workshop deep below South Brooklyn, an audio wonderland where anything can happen. Look out for falling nickels! Um, Gemini Collision Works has been making independent theater here in New York City for the last 22 years. Uh, we've created almost 100 shows, and while sound and sound design has always been crucial to our work, Life with Althar is our first purely audio production, and we're having a great time making it. Still, there's one big difference that's new for our 20-person theater company, and that's working without an audience or at least a visible audience, since we know you're out there, and a lot of you aren't our personal friends. In fact, most of you are complete strangers to us. We can see our listener numbers, and we're really thrilled that so many of you are listening to us. And not only that, you're all over the world, in countries where we don't actually even know anyone. We have listeners in Norway. Those are my relatives. Okay, in Serbia. Those are Stoya's fans. Aruba. I think those are John's friends. Turkey. Stoya fans. Okay, how about Argentina? We know anyone there? Australia, Poland? We're citizens of the world, who can say? In any case, you're out there, you're all over the world, and you're listening. So first off, thanks. Thanks so much. But we're used to a live audience, so we'd love to hear something back from you. If you have any comments, thoughts, or questions about the show, or the world of Althar and the fairgrounds, feel free to shoot them our way. We can be found on Twitter at at 
Life with Althar. And Althar himself is also on Twitter at at Althar Tweeting and will be absurdly happy to interact with any of his human fans. He's promised not to post any selfies. And if Twitter isn't your bag, you can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Reddit, Tumblr, Discord, uh, www.geminicollisionworks.com, though that's still under construction, and who knows where else. You don't know where else? I, I, I'm still figuring it out. It's it, it, I, I keep signing up like all the young people do for everything. Um, just look for, for Gemini Collision Works or ENW Hill. So, if you like the show, drop us a line, comment on a page, and please tell a friend or two. We hope you stay with us to the end. It's going to be quite a ride. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have two more episodes in this season, and then we're going to be taking off until season two starts in July of 2020. But in the meantime, we hope to have some t-shirts and other Althar-related merch coming your way, featuring Dean Haspiel's great logo for the show, as well as other original designs. Thank you again for listening to Life with Althar, and as always, on behalf of all of us here at Gemini Collision Works... Thank you for your attention. Right if you get work. And it's a pleasure working for you. And hang by your thumbs. (laughs) 